Yuma Daflamites, 13 lines on the top of Daflamites, Amin Aleph, at the new Perak, at the new Mishnah. We learned early on Daflamit Zion that the Kayan Gadol would come to the east of the Azara by the Shar Nikna, and he would be on the north of the Mizbech, and the Skan would be on his right side, the Rosh Beisav would be on his left side, and there would be two Sirim over there, which would eventually be one for the Sar Lashem and one for the Sar Lazazel, and there would be a box over there, and they would have two lots in it. One would say Lashem, and one would say Lazazel. Our Mishnah begins, Tarot Bekalfi, the Kohen Gadol goes, he sticks both of his hands into the box, and he quickly grabs out from the lottery box the hell of Shnei and he grabs out of it two lots out of it. As we said, one of them said the word Lashem, that it goes for Akash Baruch and it was written as Yud Kei Vav Lazozel, and one was written that it goes Lazozel, will be thrown off of the cliff. The Skan Kohen Gadol would be standing on the right side of the Kohen that he was standing at Shadnikna and the Rosh Beisav, which means the head of that Beisav that had the Avoid Desayoyim of Yom Kippur, even though, of course, they didn't do the Avoid Desayoyim, but this was part of what the Avoid was going to be, and they had to help out the Kohen Gadol, and he would stand on the left side of the Kohen Gadol. Now, some are not curious this because this was said on the Flam and Zion, and the Mishnah continues, Im Shem if the lot that says on it the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which means that this Sawyer is going to be Lashem, and it comes up in his right hand, Haskan Oymeloi, so the Skan Kohen says to the Kohen Gadol, Ishin Kohen Gadol, my master Kohen Gadol, Hagbe Yimincha, lift up your right hand to show everyone that that says Lashem, Vim Shalshem Olbismali, and if the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu came out on the lot that came up in his left hand, then Reish Beis Avah then the head of the Beis Av would say to the Kohen Gadol, Ishin Kohen Gadol, my master Kohen Gadol, Hagbe Yimincha, pick up your left hand, Nasan Al-Shei Sirim, and then the Kohen Gadol takes the lots and he places one on the head of the right one and one on the left, sorry, and he says when he places the one that says Lashem, Hashem onto the one that's going to go Lashem, he says Lashem Chathas, this should be the Sar Lashem, and should go for Chathas. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, You didn't actually say the word Chathas, El Lashem, all you said is Lashem when you place it on the Sar Lashem. And then Klai would say afterwards, Since he said Hashem's name, and he said it as Yudke Vavke, the way it's written, which is the Shema Mfersh, therefore Klai and anyone that was in the Azar and heard it would respond and say, as we learned before. Why did Kohen Gadol go and quickly grab from the Lari Barak? Why didn't he do it slowly? The Gemara answers, because as we will see in the Gemara later on, it was a simon type if the Kohen Gadol would take out the lot that says Lashem in his right hand. So we require that the Kohen Gadol quickly grab out anything that he feels first in the Lari Barak in order that he doesn't feel around and make sure he's pulling out the one that says Lashem in his right hand. Amrav um, said, the box was made out of wood. It was also not a klisharis. It was not mukudeshes, and therefore it was of chol. And it was so narrow that all that could fit inside were his two hands. In this way, he wouldn't have room in order to feel around, and he'll only be able to put his hand in and pick out the actual lotteries. So, Maskler Ravina, Ravina asked the following question: We understand why the box could be only big enough that you could fit your two hands and not bigger. As we explained, because you shouldn't be able to go and figure out which one says Hashem and take it out in his right hand. El Shachol, why did we say it had to be of Chol? Nikacha, why don't you make it Mekudeshes and make it a Klisharis? In Cain, if so, Havli Klisharis shall eats. It would be a Klisharis made out of wood. And we know Klisharis eats Loyavdina. We don't make a Klisharis made out of eats because it's not the proper covenant for Hagdish. So big deal. Let's make the box out of silver or make it out of Zub and then be 
Mekadosh and let it be a Klisharis. The Gemara answers, Hatayr Chasal Menesha Since this box is only used one time a year, and it's not really something which is part of the Avoid itself, and the Torah had Rachmanis on the money of Klai Yisrael, they didn't want to spend money of Klai Yisrael for no good reason. So like Rashi says, as we said in the Pesach, B'negeim Mitzayra, V'tziva HaKoyin, Upinus HaBayis, we know that the Koyin commands before he makes a bias to be Tomei, and they clear out the house, and then he only makes it Tomei, and then anything that's in the house becomes Tomei, and therefore make sure to take all your Kalim outside, because otherwise they'll become Tomei, because the Torah is Chas on Marina Shol and therefore if HaKosh Baruch Hu is Chas on Mom and Kal, so if HaKosh Baruch Hu was Merachim, even on the Kli which was made out of Cheres, so for sure on a Kli which made out of gold and silver, and as Rashi also says, if HaKosh Baruch Hu was Merachim on Mom and of Mitzorah, or on someone who's a Tsar Ayin, or some Agorius in Rashi of Russia, on the money of Tzadikim. And I am reassuring him that question that we have a din that that we save in the gate of Beis Mikdash. So, how does this work in conjunction with the cloud that we just said? Now, our Mishnah clearly said that the Kain Gadol was the one who placed both of his hands into the box and he pulled out the two lots, one that said Lashem and one that said La Zazal. But Zakta Gemara, Masis, and Deloy Kaitana, our Mishnah is not going like the following that the Skan and the Kohen Gadol place their hand into the box so each of them place one hand into the box and some have the gears of Machnisin Yemino Beklapi that they each place their right hand into the box if the name Lashem comes out in the right hand of the Kohen Gadol then a Skan Oymele the Skan would turn to them and say Ishin Kohen Gadol my master Kohen Gadol you're the winner you got it in your right hand and therefore lift up your right hand and if the actual thing that says Lashem on it comes up in the right hand of the Skan then then the head of the Beisav says to the Kohen Gadol go speak your words which means go over to the Sir Lashem and say Lashem Chatas as we said in the Mishnah so the Gemara is why do we say that the Rish Beisav says to the Kohen Gadol to go and say Lashem Chatas the Skan Kohen Gadol should say it the Gemara says since Lamaisa, the hand of the Kohen Gadol didn't actually pull out the one that said Lashem, he'll feel bad if the Skan Kohen Gadol, who actually got it in his right hand, he says it to the Kohen Gadol, and therefore we make sure that the Rosh Beis Abda says it in order that the Kohen Gadol doesn't feel bad. Now the Gemara is, but my commitment, what's the Machlekes between our Mishnah that says the Kohen Gadol picked up both of the lots, and our Brisa, where Rabbi Eleazar said that you did one with the Kohen Gadol, and one with the Skan Kohen Gadol. So the Gemara, you mean the Skan Adif, it's better to have two right hands, one right hand the Skan Kohen Gadol and one of the Kohen Gadol himself, better than having a right hand of the Kohen Gadol and the left hand of the Kohen Gadol. And one hold that the left hand of the Kohen Gadol is still, since he's more Chashim, is still more Chashim, at least as Chashim as the right hand of the Skan Kohen Gadol. And the Gemara continues to ask, Who is the Tan of Amishnah that said the name of Leza that the Kohen Gadol and the Skan Kohen Gadol put their hands into the box? Because if a psal happens to Kohen Gadol, for example, the Kohen Gadol becomes puzzle and it becomes Tame Onyam Kippah, then the Skan would come and take over for the Kohen Gadol Onyam Kippah, but it's mashed by any other reason, the Kohen Gadol still does everything else in the base of Megdash, and the Skan is not needed for anything. Now, according to Rabbi Leza and Rabbi Huda, the Chayyim to say the Skan Kohen Gadol was on his right.
right side because he did something that he actually put his right hand into the box in order to take the lottery out of the box. So you see from here, Rabbi Khanin's Kahn holds that the Kahn Gadol actually put both of his hands into the box and this Kahn Gadol was not involved in the process at all. We learned when Shimon Tzadik was the Kahn Gadol in Ba'is Cheney, that it always came up, that the girl that said on it, Lashem, always came up in his right hand, which was, as we said before, a simon yafo or a simon time. After the 40 years of Shimon Tzadik, sometimes the girl that said Lashem would come up in the right hand of the Kain Gadol, and sometimes it would come up in the left hand, and it wasn't something that was Mesuda. And another thing that took place during the 40 years of Shimon Tzadik's reign as Kain Gadol, as we will see later on, there was a dyed red piece of wool which was combed in the form of a tongue and it was called the red tongue of wool and that tongue of wool they used to tie on the head of the Sar Mishdalech and it would become white by itself which was a simon that Kosh Baruch was Mechel as it says in the Pesachim and during the times of Shimon HaTzadik it would always become white but after those 40 years sometimes it would become white and sometimes it wouldn't turn white in addition that the western lamp of the Menorah would stay lit and would not be extinguished until the time that was ready to be lit again at night and therefore would stay on the entire day while all other lamps would go out and be extinguished the Nemeravi would not which one was the Nemeravi? Rashi brings down two Pshatim either it was the center of the Menorah or it was the second Nair which was closest to the first one that was on the east side and as Rashi says this was Edus Shashchina Shayyub Yisrael as it says in the Passover and we say in Masech Shabbos Edus Hilachol Ba'ilam in any case, that during those 40 years of Shimon HaTzadik, the Nemeravi would never go out until the time that was ready to be lit again. However, afterwards, sometimes it was stayed lit and sometimes it was extinguished. In addition, and the Esh of the Merach, which was on the Mizbech HaChitzayim, Mizgaba, which would get stronger by itself, and you didn't have to add in any Eitzim after you set it up in the morning. As the Gemara says, and the Kahan would not bring any more wood for the Merach except for setting up the Merachah as well as putting the two Gzir which was an Avodah in order to make sure to be Mekayin Mitzvah Eitzim and therefore in the morning they would set it up they would put the Gzir as we know in the morning by the Tom Shachah and then they would get by Tom Shachah and bring Shnei Gzir again and put it on the Mizbech but there was no need for any other Eitzim to be put on the Mizbech to keep the fire going it would be Mizkabah by itself but after the 40 years of Shem sometimes it happened by itself that the fire kept strong and sometimes it didn't stay strong and therefore and therefore the Kahanim had to go and bring Eitzim to Merachah the entire day another thing and it was a special bracha that the Oymah and the Shteyalechem and the Lechem upon him were they became misparach in a person's stomach and a person would become full by eating a little bit of the Oymah or Shteyalechem and Lechem upon him any Kahan that was able to get a Kazayas either from the Oymah or Lechem or from the Lechem Padim Yesh Eichel some of them would eat it and they would be completely full V'yesh Eichel and some of them ate it Umaysa and they even had leftover because it was in the so much that they became full even less than the Kazayas Mikam Ve'el but after the 40 years Nishtach Me'er Ba'imah Ushtay Lechem Lechem Padim then it became a curse like Rashi says She'ena Maspiyah at this point it didn't make someone full and therefore the Gemara explains V'chol Kayin Magiyah Kapol if a Kayin only received a small amount like a small bean which was less than a Kazayas Therefore, at Snuin, someone which was a tzaddik, they wouldn't eat a kapol. And the reason they wouldn't eat this size is because 
if it would be a kezayis, then they would be eating it because kashim has two dinim. Either you're allowed to eat kashim that's the size of kezayis, that's considered achila, or even if it's a smaller amount, like the size of a bean, you could still eat it as long as it satiates you, and that's why in the time of Shimon Tzadik, it wasn't a problem to eat even if it was kapul. However, now that the kapul was not going to be must be them, wasn't going to satisfy them, therefore a tzadik wouldn't be able to eat it. But the people were gluttonous, they would actually grab as much as they could, and then they would eat it. There was a person that went and grabbed his chalik as well as the chalik of his friends. And they would call him the robber until the day that he died. As Rashi says, Chamsin is lost of a goslin. And we continue on that Lamentessa on the base. Amarabi Barav Shila, my crow, what do you see in the Pusik that lost of Chamsin is a goslin? And he brings him a Pusik and tells him, Elakaya Kajborhu, Paltani, save me, Miyad Russia, from the hand of Russia, Mikaf Ma'avel Vukhemis, from the palm or the hand of someone who is crooked and someone that's a rabba. Rabba Amamach, Rabba says from a different Pusik that says in Yeshaya, Lim do hate a person should learn in order to be good. Dear Shumishpa, you should seek out judgment. Ashrei Chametz, go and make sure to be Ma'asha and give help to the one who was robbed. Ashrei Chametz, give help to the one that was robbed. And don't give help to the one that robbed someone. And as Rashi says, the Gemara in Sanhedrin learns from here that when two people come to Bezdin and one person is Tevea and one person is Nitva, we listen to the Tevea's Tainas before we listen to the Nitva. Zakh the Gemara, turn around, we learned. The year that Shimon Tzadik died, that year, Shimon Tzadik actually told the people that during this year, I will die. They said to him, How do you know? He said, Every single Yom Kippur, there was a Zokin that came into the Kaddish Gadashim with me that was wearing white clothes, and he was wrapped in white. He came into with me, and he went out with me. But today, a Zokin came together with me, he was wearing black clothing, and he was wrapped with black clothing. He came into the Kaddish Gadashim, but he didn't go out of the Kaddish Gadashim. And after Sukkot, Shimon Tzadik got sick for seven days, and then he died. And from that point forward, his brothers, the Kainim, stopped being Mivarach and saying Birch Samazin with the Shem first. Until then, when they said Yivrach Hashem Vishmerecha, the word Hashem, they would use the Shem first, they would say it the way it's written, and they would also use the Shem first in the other two Psukim of Birch Kayim. However, after this point, once he died, then they stopped doing that. As Rashi says, Shaloi Hayyukudai, they weren't ready to go and use the Shem first from that point forward. We learned Abam Shana Kaim Khurman Abayas, forty years before the Khurban, Laya Gayal Ilbimin. The girl would never come up with the Yemin. So the forty years of Shimon Tzadik would come up always in the Yemin, and the forty years before the Khurban, it would not come up in the right hand. And the doors of the Hechel were actually opened by themselves, till the point where Abiyah and Zakai had to scream at them. By doing this, man, by opening the doors by yourself, you're giving a simon to the enemies to come in and to conquer Eretz Yisrael, and it's not the proper time because we still have 40 years left. And therefore, he said to them, Hechel, Hechel, why are you scaring yourself? As I know that it's true and it's a fact that we have a Kabbalah that the second bias will eventually be destroyed and you and the entire base of English will eventually be destroyed. And Zechariah already said a Nevuah about you, that open Lebanon, which we're referring to the base of English, your doorways, and let the fire come in and consume all of your errors, all of your cedar trees. So we see from this passage that by the fact and the time that the opening of the gates happened by themselves, there will be the time of the destruction of the base of Migdash. 
Rabbi and Zaka was disappointed and upset at the doors for opening when it was too early for the actual Zman of the Chorban Habayas. So Amar Bitzchah ben Tavloi, why in this passage do we refer to the base of Middash as Levanan? Usually the word Levanan is referring to these virus that were outside of Yishlaim. On that, the Gemara says, Shemal ben Avinah Shal Yisrael, because the actual base of Middash, it whitens that virus of Klai Yisrael by bringing Kabanis in the base of Middash. And the Gemara continues, Amar of Sudra Batovir, Zutra Batovir says, why is the base of Middash called a forest? The Chsib, base Yah Levanan, as it says, the house of the forest, which is in Levanan, which is referring to the base of Middash, to teach you, just like a forest blooms, also the base of Middash also blooms. The Amr of just like Rav Hashi said, at the time that Shlomo Melch built the base of Middash, not by coming in the garden of he actually planted all types of Gishmaka fruits that were made out of Galva. And we see in Paris, and they actually brought forth fruits in their times that they were supposed to bring out fruits. And once the Ruach, the wind, would blow against the trees and against the fruits, the fruits would fall off the trees. Let the fruit shake like the ones in Levanon referring to the base of English. And from those gold fruits, they would take them and there would be a panas for the kuna that they would actually go sell them in order to actually make money. And once the Goyim came into the Hechel, all of these fruits would dry up. As it says in the Pasuk, and the flower of Levanon is destroyed. However, returned these golden fruits. That eventually Baruch will give us back all the glory that we had originally by Levanim by the base of Middash. And we continue with the Gemara. Nasan al we said that he takes the two Gairolais and he places on the head of the two Sirim and he says when he places the one Lashem on the one that's going to go Lashem and he says Lashem Chathas. And as we said before, when he said Lashem Chathas, he said Lashem using the Shem of Farish by saying the word Yudke Vavke the way it's written. And the Gemara says, Tanar Abana, we learned, there were ten times that the Kohen Gadol would mention the Shem Amafurish, Yud Kevavke, the way it's written on the day of Yom Kimmel. Number one, Gimel Bevidarishan, three times he would say it during the Vidarishan, as we learned in the Mishnah and Aflam and Hayom Bez, that when he came to his par, and then he would say Vidar, and he'd say, Anna Hashem, which was the Shem Amafurish, Avisi, Peshati, Chatasul, Fenecha, Niu, Besi, Anna Hashem, again, the Shem Amafurish, Kaper Nola, Venus, Lubshom, El Chatoim, Shavisi, Vishap, Peshati, Vishap, Chatasul, Fenecha, Aniu, Besi, Kakosu, Besoyus, and in this Pasuk also, where it says, he would actually say the Shem Amafurish. So that is three times in the video on his first part. In addition, he would say three times more the Shem Amafurish during the second time they said video, which the Mishnah will bring on that Mem Al Hamabes that he said for Ani Ubesi, Ubne Aaron Am And over there also, he said the Shem Amafurish three times. In addition, he would say the Shem Amafurish three times three times when he said the video which he said for Klai and one time he said the Shem Amafurish when he said as we saw in our and it was one time where the Kain Gadol actually said the word Hashem as the Shem Amafurish and they heard his voice all the way to Yerichai and Amr from Yishlaim to Yerichai Asar Pasais was 10 Pasa or 40 mil which is a very large amount of space because a mil is actually the Tchum Shabbos which is 2,000 Amis, and therefore it was 40 mil, which was 80,000 Amis. In addition, the hinges of the doorways of the Hechel would creak, and it was able to be heard when it was open and it was closed for the distance of eight Tchum Shabbos. As we said, a Tchum Shabbos is a mill or 2,000 Amis. So the Gemara is saying that they 
were able to hear the creaking of the noise of the hinges of the Heichal for 16,000 Amis. In addition, the goats that were in Yerichai would actually sneeze from smelling the Keteris. And also, women that would live in Yerichai would not have to put on any besom, any perfume, because they would get enough perfume from the Reich of the Keteris. And a Kala that needed a lot of besom, they wouldn't even have to put on besom at all, even though they were Kalas in Yerushalayim because of the great Reich of the Keteris. And I entices that he asked that Lachar Tema, because we know in Parakal Shah Psachim we said, Every single day, a Kalo or anyone in Yerushalayim would have an Issa because they were Nena from Hegdish. On that he says, The only time there was an Issa, if only B'mechaven they would go and get themselves close to Tazara in order to get the smell on them even more, and that would be us, and that would be an Issa Amila. Otherwise, there is not an Issa. And the Gemara continues, Amr Abelaz ben Digloi, Izim Hayul Abba, my father had goats, Bahari Michma, which was a place in Eretz Yisrael, and they would sneeze because of the great smell of the Keteris. Amr Abchiba Oven, Amr Abishum and Kara, Sachli Zakan Echad, an elder person told me that Pamach Salach one time I went to Shiloi, and in Shiloi, of course, that was where the Mishkan originally was, and I was still able to smell the fragrance of the Keteris from between the rocks and between the stones of Shiloi because it left such an imprint and such a fragrance even so many years later. It was almost a thousand years after the time that Shiloi was standing because this is the time of the Amorayim. And we will stop over here.